Because we're down your way. We're always down your way. Because we're down your way. I'm always down your way. Hello and welcome to Downs Your Way. I'm Colin Speller and today I am once again in the studio where it all happens, Steve Burkett's studio. And I have with me Steve and Rebecca. Hello. And what we're going to do today is look at the uh, work of art that is more sinner than saint and go through it track by track. Goodness me. And talk a little bit about the story behind the lyrics. Okay, so we can't just say... We really liked it and we just sort of wrote it. Well, you can, but I can't imagine we're going to get many sort of thumbs up for the consequent podcast if that's what you do. But I anyway. Just got my guitar out and started strumming, didn't I? Oh, and this, this song just like yeah, come out. Come and, out uh, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Downs Your Way, ladies and gentlemen, where the real secrets behind the songwriting are revealed. <laughs> Carry on, Speller. So let's start them in batting order. The very first track on the album was Take Me Higher. So I don't know who wants to lead off. What's the story behind Steve that? Steve can lead gem? this one because it's like... Take, take yeah. Me Higher? Yeah. Um, okay, it is... Well, you probably... People out there in Rebecca Dan's land and internet land and social media land probably don't realise that at one point Bex was plagued by somebody from somebody from The Voice or The X Factor or yeah. something it, it was like the voice. that who wanted her to go on the programme. Um, and, and I wanted to stab their eyes, but instead <clears throat> Steve, Steve wrote a song about it. Yeah, because I really don't like that sort of reality competition I. type format. In fact, I don't like musical competitions full stuff, even like classical, no. you know, your best young what's name of the year i just don't think competition and music goes together because it's supposed to be art my dear and it's not an olympic sport no it's not so you know it's and not it's about subjective <laughs> so anyway take me higher um is basically saying um take, give me something better than this please um i don't want to see some karaoke act turn up brilliant singer as they may well be but that doesn't matter because you don't just get instant fame. And if you There's look at price. any of the characters that have been on that, okay, yeah, some of them have got some great voices, no arguing with that. But have they got any sort of substance behind them? Not really. Mm. There ain't many that have um, sort of stuck out as being actual musicians um, other than sort of glorified karaoke t- uh, singers. Mm. So, um, And also they don't, they don't really know their craft. I mean, like at the moment, um, people, y- y'all know, a lot of you that I teach as well, and I'm just going through one of my favourite singers, Shirley Bassey. Now, she doesn't write her own songs, but look at the technical ability that woman has. And the legions of work, she started singing at like frigging 16 around the pubs of Wales. You know, there's a whole, I'm not saying like you have to have, you know, literally hung yourself out to dry before you start singing. But a lot of the time, it's this one hit wonder thing. And and it, it just does, the only thing that those shows do is lie in the pockets of the people that run them. And they kind of a freak show, and a lot of times they'll let people through that, 
you know, are not good enough. But hey, we can all have a laugh at somebody else's expense, oh, can't yeah, we? Yeah, that's the I other know, thing. I know, we shouldn't be doing that. Some that's, people may yeah. have mental health issues and we shouldn't be laughing at them. That's it. With a, I mean, the ridicule um, aspect of it really does uh, appall me. And the other thing, because me putting on my ex-teacher's hat was, I noticed uh, a real deterioration in the kids' audience responses Mm. in that they were either screaming Mm. uh, or crying or sort of laughing and i'm thinking this is sort of in the level of bloody roman times and it is (laughs) you know let's let's chop his head off and we'll all have a laugh yeah oh Um, isn't it funny they've just fallen on their face and are crying wow that's really funny no it's not like yeah jesus why did where when did we get so Nasty, I don't know, yeah, but like, don't know. So this is why this song was written, wasn't it, Steve? Yeah, I mean the 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 music side of it, um, it's quite heavily Stones based, in that the uh, the sort of chord pattern to it is vaguely like Gimme Shelter, um, but that, that's about all really. And um, well, it's 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 good up tempo type stuff, um, and it may actually made a good opener, didn't it, to the set. He did. It's a proper, like, let's get the party started sort of song. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's Take Me Higher. Take Me Higher than uh, reality TV music. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, the last time I commented on uh, uh, band competitions in one of these podcasts, (laughs) Rebecca made me stop and delete it. I did, because I I said a few things that, to be honest, I probably shouldn't have said. Well, I think it was you. I think it was more like me. I started on a bit of a rant and you said, no, 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 you can't let that go. You can't say that. So not going to pinpoint anyone in particular because that's not right. We deleted it. Okay, so next one up, Chains Fall Down. Oh... The world of pain that me and Burkett have gone through. Do you want to get your violin out? Mm, no I, doubt I, knowing you, you can bloody play one as well because you can play everything else. I can't, actually. <laughs> well, I am horrified. <laughs> this songwriting partnership is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You heard can't it here first. Horse either, but, that's know. it. Well, that's <laughs> it. We're finished. See you later, guys. Um, Chains Fall Down is a... Well, uh, Steve will go on to sort of elaborate, but we've had a lot of kind of... We came from a place um, originally sort of just tentatively getting covers together and even though we've both done original bands, sort of tentatively playing covers and then bleeding our own songs in and and there seemed to be quite a lot of haters on the local sort of scene where it's kind of like there was, you know, people were like, oh, you've got to have the best drummer and you've got to have the best bass player and you've got to have the (laughs) best of this and the best of that, Rebecca. And I just thought, I think that's rubbish. I think I'll go down the B.B. King way of I'll choose the man first and the musician second because you know what? That works and it works for me. I don't want to be surrounded in a, in a band with a pile of egos who are just desperate to play their own solo. This is about songs. It always has been. So from that perspective, for me, it was kind of about that. And also the fact that once you've been in like a pub band circuit, 
when you leave that circuit, some people are really happy for you, but then there's a lot that really ain't that happy for you. And that are still my friends on Facebook, but you never see them comment on anything I do. They're never supportive, even though I've been supportive of them and still am. But you know what? That's my perspective because that's up to them. Jealousy is a fruitless thing. And this song is kind of like, it's about that. It's jealousy is a fruitless activity. Isn't it, Steve? It is. You say a bit more. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this isn't just about the band in terms of what I wrote in this in this tune. It's just about people who are negative forces, um, people who are mood hoovers, mm-hmm. um, and very often it's the case of, oh, you're not going to get so and so because that doesn't do this, that doesn't do that, which can very often be because it doesn't involve me sufficiently. Mm. Um, and those people, they, they, they just hold you back. You don't, mm. you, you don't need them. And, and they are the chains that hold you back. And I thought we'd reached a point where we could say, well, yeah, look where we are now. It, we, we, we're not bragging or anything like that. But if you, if you think that we weren't going to make anything substantial, then I'm sorry, mate, you were wrong. You were wrong. Because we have. We have. And here it is to, you know. To and, show you. And don't get me wrong, I don't mean a number one hit album. No. I mean, you know, the fact that we're so lucky to have people that follow us and who are fans of us that are absolutely amazing people. Like, you're bloody amazing. And and that is, that is my, personally, that is the biggest achievement, the fact that we bring something out and you all want to hear it. What, when are you bringing something out, you know? What are you bringing out? We want to hear it. And, well, you know, to the people that I know that me and Steve are both talking about, they haven't got those people waiting on no. their next move. No. Um, so, you know, up yours, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the, for, the, <clears throat> for the people that are sort of hypercritical, I don't need people who are hypercritical because I'm my biggest critic. You know, I, I? I, If I listen back to anything that I've recorded or played, I'll listen back and I go, ooh, I ain't sure about that bit there. I don't need somebody to tell me that. Exactly. You know, I do that myself. Exactly. Um, so it's a case of forget about that and look at the positive and move forward. And again, between me and Steve, like I'll often record a demo vocal and we'll like sit with it and then the next time we're in a room together, which is generally the same week, we're both going, Jesus, that vocal didn't work, did it? Oh, no, mm. you should do X, Y, Z. And you know what, Steve, that guitar should just... Do you reckon you should yeah, yeah. just sit back a bit? You don't need an outside influence going, me, 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 me. It's like, we know, right? This is why we're songwriters. Yeah. We do ask people for opinions on our material, people that we trust. Yeah. But we, we know that we're going to get back honest feedback, which is okay. The feedback is going to be based around how do we make this better, not how can I influence and promote my own ego over over you both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it is, it's about sort of self-empowerment. Just, you know, it, it's a rehash of believe in a way. It is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, change. I'd, I'd always wanted to do a video for it, but like a really 80s one where I'm like bound up in chains and then I go, ching, and then all the chains fall down and I'm overly lit and there's wind machines and all I right. can just sing it now, to be honest. Can you? Steve, can you do my video, Really? Yes. Mm. Yes, Wonder Woman. There we go, yeah. Wonder Woman fighting for women's rights in her satin tights. I'm just going to leave that there. Thank you. 
Yeah, so I think there might be a bit of demand for that, which we probably will not be taking in. Me and Satin are never going to marry. Thank you. Okay, so number three on the list is Screaming Your Name. Let's oh, this is me when I was trying to uh, order some uh, chicken <laughs> and the Uber guy was running down the street <laughs> and I was screaming his name. So I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, look at me trying to be funny. Anyway. Oh, good, oh, good sir. We can soon edit that out, don't we? We can edit that one out. <laughs> Just leave it in. But uh, screaming your name, like the basic idea was um, I just got a spare moment. A student didn't turn up and the basic idea, which I actually listened to the other day on my phone because it's where I'd recorded it, um, was about the fact that you want to be with someone and you're screaming out for them and there's just no way they're, they're hearing you but there's just no way you can be together. Um, and, and it was kind of this, you know, that yearning, it's unrequited love and it's, it's constant and there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, it's an inner dialogue and an inner scream. And then I, I remember sending that over to Burkett as a very, very, very basic sort of badly played keyboard idea. And, you know, we molded it, he molded it and... It developed from there, didn't it? And it is one of our favourite songs, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's it's one of those um, where if you've got a, a good, just a good piano um, chord progression, then the rest of the, the song sort of leaps from it. And what, what I really love about the song is the there's, there's a, a chord change that we've put into the chorus, which is, it's very Burt Bacharach. And I'm a, a, a huge Burt Bacharach fan. Um, so it had got it had got a lot of things going for it. It got that big piano sound. It was uh, what what they call a torch song, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had also got that sort of slightly classic Burke Baccarat type chord progression in the chorus. So yeah, um, great. We, we love it. Yeah, and people have said, oh, it sounds like Adele could sing it. Adele, you know, please sing it. <laughs> It'd be great if you sang it because you've got way more reach than I have. I've literally just picked up my phone and in the voice memos, I sent the original voice memo to Steve, which was all of one minute, three seconds on the 2nd of March, 2017. So there you go. Mm. Well, that's a fair gestation period, isn't it? But, uh Yes, I mean, you've, you've commented the other day that quite a few of the songs that we're now talking about, they go back quite a way, don't yep, they? Yep, yep. Okay, so the next one on the list is Hurts. Hurts. That's what it's one of yours, really. Well, they're all ours, Steve. They're our combined children and offspring. (laughs) Yeah. But what what happened with this one is that 
<clears throat> you oh. and this are sorry, I got a bit of a cough. Um, it's not dry, it, is it? By uh, the no, it's not no, dry, oh, and okay. it's not uh, new, and not it's new. not persistent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I haven't got a temperature, and I've just tasted oh, my, my tea. Tasted fine. So <laughs> right. That's um, coffee. Don't tell him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, but Beck sort of uh, fleshed this out on acoustic, I think, and uh, then just put it on electrics and rocked it up, basically. Um, which uh, is interesting because we've just been unrocking it yep. for the strip back album, stripping it back. Um, but it, it's it's uh, it, it's a really good song to get into in terms of guitar playing because uh, although it seems fairly straightforward, there are actually some really nice chords in this. Though I say it myself, you put those in. Yeah, <laughs> in, those are nothing to do with me, ladies and gentlemen. And um, we. Uh, this was was this one of the first singles off the album, wasn't it? This? Uh, I think it was the, the first, second. second, second. Yes, yeah. it was definitely the second. Yeah. Colin, yes. <laughs> we, we never. <laughs> if really I go to sleep, was the first. Oh one. yeah, it was. We wasn't never it? really saw this as a single, to be honest. No, and we then didn't. Sort of, once we started getting into it, it was like, yeah, I suppose it is. Isn't yeah, it? I you think know, it's because it has it got up. that sort of catchy riff to start. Goes into half a chorus. You know, so you get the hook very, very early on. I mean, for me, it's, again, it's that love song, When I See You It Hurts. You know, you see somebody around that you're with or you've got feelings for or blah, 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 and it's, you know, every time I see you it hurts, you know. Somebody commented on YouTube about the lyrics being so desperately dire. I mean, not dire, but sort of depressing. <laughs> You know, like a beetle left to die in the sun. Well, I think it was a sort of animal rights activist type approach, <laughs> wasn't it? That's what, that was the yeah. angle they were coming yeah, from. No beetles were harmed in but the yeah, what I said know, in I response, whether, actually. I don't know whether they've kind of heard anything sort of like, it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's, an, it's a metaphor and, and it's meant to really visualise yeah. an image of when you are strung out, you're, you're just fed up, you can't do anything more and people have left you alone. It's a metaphor. No Beatles were harmed no. in the making of that song. And, and that's Beatles with six legs, not Beatles with arms and legs spelt with an no, E and an A. No, 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 no. It, to be honest, I really don't like Beatles. I thought not the would, band. I mean, Beatles, they freak yeah. me the hell out. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was going to come back on the whole angle of a free bird trapped in a cage, but he never did follow up. No, so. I mean, mm. like, you know, I mean, what? yeah, so he loves Beatles, but what about the free bird? I mean, Jesus, mate, get your priorities in order. Mm. I think, yeah. think he got hold of the concept of the metaphor. The metaphor, yeah. okay. By the love time we you. got round to the free bird. Love you, <laughs> kisses and love. So just on the on the way these songs develop, uh, we have talked about this on previous podcasts, so we won't go over the same ground again. But if anybody's new to this and wants to pick up on that, if you look back through the episodes, there's a the, we we cover the whole Downs Burkett songwriting process and the development of these ideas from a telephone. Um, idea through to the fully worked article using the track Stand On My Feet as we the did example, which I think is we episode did. six from memory. The next one is Breathe Out. 
Which, let's face it, kids, is really important because if you don't breathe out, you'll pass out. So That's breathe out. Um, it's, it's, again, it's, is there a theme running here? <laughs> <laughs> it's that, this is when you finally got rid of that person in your life that was holding you back and that could be romantically, it could be at work, it could be anything. And, you know, you don't realise that you've been holding your breath. You mm. don't realise that you've been changing your entire personality to fit around this person and their ego or their issues. You know, it's all about them, their issues. So the song was, I can finally breathe out, I can finally relax, I can finally be me. And that lyrically is where the song comes from. And again, some very simple basic chords passed over to Burkitt, who made it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this nearly didn't make it onto the album. No, goddamn. Um, and very uh, reliable and uh, listenable sources said, mm, not quite sure about this. And uh, eventually we said, Nah, sod, it's a bloody good song. Yeah, <laughs> it's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you have to, like, obviously we're going to take advice from people. That doesn't mean we're going to follow it through. We're going to take the advice. We're going to talk about it. But at the end of the day, me and Steve are the people that, you know, week after week after week are writing these songs. And, and if we believe in it, then that, you know, that's as much as we can, you know... As we can do. Mm. If we believe in it, that's what it's all about. Well, I, I didn't need any persuasion. I was always very, very fond of it. Uh, it it's an interesting one in a way because it, it the, the, the thing we were talking about at the time actually had a, a, a different manifestation, didn't it? Because it was the original demo that Steve had created. Yeah. Um, and we went through all this agony and people saying, you know, we're not so sure about it. And as I said, I was like, as soon as you two said, we want to put it on there, I was absolutely with you. Then we came up with, we'd already, we talked to Tony Clarkin about the idea of him doing a solo on one of the tracks. And this is where it, this is where it came out, wasn't it? In, in, in yep. this one. So, mm-hmm. The, the final version of it, talking about sort of going through the various processes of metamorphosis, the final version was was different ev- even to the version that we were discussing whether it should or shouldn't be on the album. Absolutely. Mm. And we, we sort of offered Tony that, that song in particular because it had the longest part for a solo in it. Um, so we thought, you know, if we're going to offer this guy a solo and we're so privileged that he said yes... The you know we should offer some something to get his teeth into, mm. um, and so we gave him this, and you know really really happy with everything he did, and I've had all... to learn to play it, of course, <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> Occasionally I, mean, I get Tony, it right. You could have sent over a guitar tab, Jesus <laughs> man. You know what I mean? The world looks bigger when your heart's not breaking. The air is clear. Shaking now, I can breathe out. You gave me hurt, but I was the one who's taken. You let me down, and we never made it now. I can breathe out. Okay, next track is wave them goodbye which of course is uh, highly pertinent because it's the current single albeit in a slightly different version but oh, how, did yes. this, how did this one all start oh, mr alan nimmo go over to you steve uh right okay now 
this is um, a circumstance that I'm sure people will relate to where you've got yourself and your partner possibly um, into a situation where you think, I ain't happy with this. This feels a bit weird. And it could be anything. It could be you're in a pub and it's a bit dodgy and you're thinking... Especially if you're in the middle of Birmingham. Well, joking? yeah. Well, my, my mind goes back to the, the dog and trumpet in Coventry where I played a gig with a, a band years and years ago. Probably doesn't... The place doesn't even exist anymore. I don't think. And the moment we walked into the place, it was like, the summit ain't right here. This is... Um, a pint and a fight. Yeah, if, yeah. Mm. If, if we'd have... If we'd have had our head screwed on, we'd have said, sorry, we ain't playing, we're off. Because, <laughs> because that is the only time I've been in a pub where you've had a full-on bar fight. Ta- <laughs> tables going, chairs going, raw iron stuff going all over the place. If I could have watched behind safety glass, I'd have loved that. Well, well yeah, I mean, you, you've never seen a band sort of make a dive for their instrument so quickly in your life. <laughs> And the, we went on stage and the, the, the gaffer there said, um, there's the panic button, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking, right, okay, what have we done here? And sure enough, it kicked off. But it could be any sort of circumstance. It could be that you've got yourself into a, I don't know, a, a job that is, is wrong or a, a relationship that is wrong or, you know, you've just got yourself into a, a bunch of friends that are wrong, whatever, and it's a case of, look, this this ain't right, let's get out of it and let's get out of it together because um, um, it's just wrong. So that's, you know, wave them goodbye. ta we're off. ta see you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But um, I really love playing that one live. That's one of my favourite ones to play live. It's just one that really kicks live, I feel. Mm. So that's one of my faves and to it, sing it, live defos. It does work well as a duet as well because mm-hmm. you, you've got the two different um, verses and then the choruses. Uh, it's one of those where do you sing the top bit or do you sing the bottom bit when you sing a chorus? Well, you know, it depends really. It depends what mood I'm in. Mm. That sort of carry on. But did it did it start life as a duet or did it morph into it through the creative process? I, I, yeah, I think it morphed into it. It suited a, a duet. Yeah, it did suit a duet. Yeah. So I know it wasn't originally intended as a duet, but because of the nature of the song and the lyrical content, you know, the, the pair of us let's let's bugger off because mm. this this ain't right. Don't feeling good. Don't feeling good. So we're off. Ah, <laughs> I, actually, this this one has got. I'll just talk guitarist talk for a second, so everybody oh. go to sleep. <laughs> Please do continue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has got um, a, a little technique, a slide guitar. Slide guitar. guitar huh? it's like a slide guitar technique called f- fretting behind the slide. So I'll just put that one out there. It, it, right? Okay. I, 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 hesitate I, to ask, again. I hesitate to ask this question, but what, what exactly is fretting behind the slide then? Well, funny you should ask that, Colin, but... I, have um, to, I do have my arm twisted up my back at this point. <laughs> I should hasten half, to... Half an hour later, I have to bring them round. Well, it's when you, you, you play a note on the slide uh, and then... Behind it, you use your finger to play another note, so you can r- jump between notes very quickly, between slide and well, it's something you can't do with a slide unless you're a genius slide player, uh, like uh, Derek Trucks, which I'm not. Where I wish I was. But you're still. a clever little tit, though. Me, Bert, well, to be honest. Go on then, yeah. 
I I feel another tutorial video coming on, <laughs> yeah. Steve. There where the where you can yeah. Anyway, what's the next song? Be, beside behind behind the slide and and, and behind the, the sofa the, the audience. That is <laughs> um, that is the halfway point in this process. So right, we do will, we go for Bovril? We will and we a Balti pie. Uh, what we could do. <laughs> We could, we could do both socially distanced, of course. Yeah. But so we so we will pause that there, and we will return to the second half of this in episode two. So I will say thank you to Rebecca. Cheers. And thank you to Steve thank for you. this. Thank you for listening to Downs Your Way. As usual, we are offering a merchandise discount code to listeners of this podcast. This episode's code is MSTS. If you put MSTS, all in capitals, in at the appropriate place in the checkout process at rebeccadowns.com forward slash shop, you will receive a 10% discount on all items not otherwise discounted. Of particular note at the moment is that we are offering our 2021 A3 photograph calendar. Full details can be found on the shop. We will be back in a couple of weeks time with part two of this series and we look forward to being with you again then.